Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where the two of us endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time. Welcome back to episode 183. We're here, and I have some thoughts about... Oh... Launcher and Cloudster that I forgot to to think oh. of. Um, Thoughts you forgot to think, huh? Yeah, you know, you know what happens uh, to brains um, all the time. Every yeah, day. They, don't, they don't really work. They don't work sometimes. Remember, we 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 talked about Launcher and Cloudster last. That, that was our, our last couple episodes. Um, listen to those if you haven't, because they're fun. Um, and it's about a, a shrimp with a big gun for an arm, um, and or a gun with a shrimp for an arm, depending on your viewpoint. Right. Um, and we talked a lot about how its arm cannon slash jetpack functions as both a cannon and a jetpack for it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. somehow I didn't draw the connection to Boba Fett there. And I just wanted to make that clear that Boba Fett and Cloudster would, would be down oh, with each other. because he can shoot rockets out of his jetpack. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, his and, always struck me as more of like a multifunctional backpack, which I guess mm-hmm. yeah, why not? Right, that's what that's right. it's a multifunctional arm cannon backpack, right. not backpack. And but. and and just like Cloudster, it is also packed with meat. <laughs> <laughs> if you crack open Boba Fett's shell, uh, that is it's all meat in there, and it is tender and delicious. Right. Yes, um, and yeah, there's a dude under there. Yeah, pieces of it fall off every now and again, and we eat the meat. The metaphor yeah. is falling apart. I think it's time I, to move on. I did also go back and listen to our Corefish and Crawdon episodes because I was... You're thinking about to, that stinky bad meat? I was thinking about the Crawdon uh, stinky desolate swamp um, and how uh, Crawdon is the most Shrek-like Pokemon we've talked about. Truly, um, yes. So that, that, that was fun. Uh, but... Yeah, we are we're on to a new Pokemon this week. That hopefully will not involve any discussion of the relative deliciousness of its meat. Yeah, I should hope not. Um oh one other thing about uh Cloudster and Cloudster. We talked a lot about about Cloudster in particular. We talked about the species of of it's the Howitzer Pokemon. In Right. And we thought that would we we, we talked a lot about that and i realized because i think I, me- I mentioned thinking about it in the episode but it's like is it really the howitzer like across all the languages and and it's not turns out it turns out pokemon species oh. can vary by language um and so most english is the only one that that did the, the howitzer bit all the other languages it's like clunch or it's like launcher or water launcher some the, the water launcher pokemon or something like huh. that but here in you know the U.S. of A, we uh, we like we like guns, I guess, and big, big, we big named it cannon guns. We named it the Howitzer Pokemon. They were like, people will get this touchdown here. It's fine. Yeah, but thankfully there is a uh, Bulbapedia article titled "List of Categories in Other Languages." Uh, so I was able to look those up. Um, Are probably... you soft launching a new segment on our show right now? Absolutely not, because <laughs> that would take a long time to do, and not all of them actually differ. Um, 
So I, th I think it's worth maybe checking on Pokemon that have something like the Howitzer Pokemon as right, their classification. Like, this is suspicious. But um, today's like today's Pokemon, it, it's uh, I checked and it's like okay, it's pretty much the same across, across all the of them, more or less. Yeah, that um, would make sense. But anyway, just uh, just wanted to make that known and and part of our kind of background knowledge of the show is that the the species can differ by language. Um, and here we are at the forefront, actually. Um, we, uh, we just talked about also last episode, how our reasons for, for doing the, the, the order of the Pokemon we do it kind of at random because we think it's fun and cool. Mm -hmm. And I, I promise this was also randomly generated, <laughs> um, <laughs> but with, with near perfect timing this week, we are talking about Sprigatito. Which is perfect timing because I just uh, hit the credits to Pokemon Scarlet last night. Actually. Oh wow! So, yeah. Um, welcome, welcome to a new a new era of, welcome of Pokemon. To the the post Scarlet era. Yeah. The post Scarlet Braden. Post Scarlet. I mean, I'm in the post game of it now. Yeah, actually, the, the post, post game. The post game is kind of potentially very much more than the pre-game but yeah i've got stuff to do and i i can i can i gotta complete the pokedex still but i i i got to the credits last night the i won't i won't spoil anything major but um the story was surprisingly pretty bonkers by the end and i hmm. i had quite a bit of fun with it um, okay cool and like most things, because well, that case, was sort of what had been going around, right? I mean, that was something I had heard, maybe mm -hmm. just from you, but that that people had been pretty into the story. People were hyped on it, yeah. Um, and it's kind of a slow burn. Um, I think as with most Pokemon, it kind of takes a while to like reveal the full extent of what's going on um, to like the end game. But yeah, you know, I had fun making getting to know the characters along the way on that journey. And, and they were all interesting and, and have more depth than they um, initially appeared to have. Mm. Um, except for Nimona. She's exactly what she says on the box um, the entire game, which is great. Um, but yeah, uh, it's yeah. Like everything with, with Scarlet and Violet, it's kind of a double edged sword uh, because this is some of the most interesting and wild the story has ever been. But it's never been more noticeable, the lack of voice acting in Pokemon. It's just mm. like, especially like there's there's multiple cutscenes here and there where it's like characters are like you know moving around and like talking. It's like oh wait, this is we're out of the game engine now. This is this is a, a rendered cutscene, and I'm still, still getting aren't talking. I'm still getting dialogue boxes of them as they mouth the words they're supposed to be saying. It's like Weird. wow, come on. It's like we 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 couldn't even do it at least for the for the cutscenes, and it's it's just they've got away with no voice acting for so long because it was a handheld game, you know, you, you right. need that. But for most of them, but it's like you're Nintendo, get some voice actors. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're you're paying them to voice these characters in the anime already. Just it's yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So the story's good. Um, the the game it's just it's just really good um it's it's obviously i talked about before like all the performance issues like um it's the frame rate which 
wouldn't be as much of an issue if it wasn't so constant and so clearly like slowing the game down. Like, yeah, which that's frustrating. It's yeah, a, a real bummer. Um, but you can see it's like just the ambitiousness of trying to have the whole thing open world and have like Pokemon way off the distance, like being rendered and walking around and stuff. It it's like okay, yeah, that's come with the cost. Probably gonna probably gonna take a toll on 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 little old Switch. Uh, but it's yeah, I think I think Legends Arceus pulled it off a lot better. Um, and it's yeah, it's like even even the menus like there's like loading like your 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 boxes where you store pokemon um navigating from one box to the other it has you have to wait for some of the pokemon to pop in to like load into the box it's like oh yeah. like just those should, little moments that should of be instant yeah yeah, yeah. that that like, really can add up over time yeah where it's like oh it takes a long time for me to do anything in this in this game yeah and like it doesn't doesn't take a long time to do anything in this game, but it takes a little longer than it should on mm. everything, yeah. and it all adds up. Yeah. And like even uh, going to to classes at the academy, which I was really into because trying to you know chase down bits Learn. of lore and yeah. stuff, yeah, and get, the, get to the know these characters, dudes. get every little crumb. But every time I was like, all right, I'm going to go to this class. It's like, all right, we're going to load up with what's basically a cutscene. It takes like a full ten seconds to load. I was I was like counting, and it's like, wow, this is kind of miserable. <laughs> Like, all right, I guess I'm going to have lunch and do classes because I just need to press the A button once every, like, you know, minute and have mm-hmm. it load for 10 seconds. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's really good. And it's the best the game series has ever been. And it's like, like I played through Sword and Shield, but like you, you didn't finish that. And I think you can probably relate to how, how exciting it was when you first got to the, the wild area and you like yeah. spend a lot of time running around, catching yep. guys and grinding a little bit and that that wears off kind of quickly in sword and shield i feel like um once you start getting back into the like oh this is still a regular pokemon game yes it's it's just so much more compelling in uh scarlet and violet like it rewards exploration and encourages it so much better and it's just like running around. It's like, oh, there's like a Pokeball on the ground. They all they all kind of have a, have a glow, like a little light beacon up above them. So they're kind of easy to spot from a distance. And so like exploring like a little nook or a cranny or like a little hidden spot behind a, a tree or up off a cliff. And it's like, there's always, almost always going to be, you know, an item there or a TM mm, or uh, yeah. this is, might be where a particular rare Pokemon spawns. Or there's that a is how you make... black ominous stake driven into the ground. Oh, <laughs> like, good. Love stuff that. Stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like but, that is that. That's like you can you can make. Uh, I feel like for a long time the open world became sort of the byword for any video game, any new video yeah. game. It was like mm-hmm. we need to have an open world in the same way that a game needed to have crafting for a long time. Right. It's just like these things just become somehow essential right because they, become, they, they, be, they become buzzwords for a producer who says like all right put this in the game make sure we yeah, have that make sure we have this i hear this about the big games that make a lot of money right mm-hmm. so we're doing open world now and i feel like the, that you know i've played a lot of open world games as a result of that right and i feel everywhere. like a lot of for a long time people were like bigger 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 is the answer bigger mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but if you have like this big, open, empty world, obviously that's not actually a very fun space to be in. It's just like 
vistas for you to traverse through and having that like sense that like someone considered this specific space that i'm in saw Mm. that i was going to go and explore in this little area and they put something there for me to find right you know like that sort of like makes the open world experience actually click like that that is that is so essential it's great, cause especially because you're you're unlocking more traversal options as you go, and one of the particular paths. So like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, now I can actually like go across water, and I don't. You get sort of that. Like I can I can jump Metroidvania higher. sort of. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a little bit. Vibe. Um, but and yeah, it's just like the the items in particular. Like I, I, it feels like I'm et eating Reese's pieces like like oh there's a Pokeball uh-huh. over there it's like oh there's another one over here and it's like then I get to like a TM at the end of this You're little just trail following it's like, this little trail yeah it's just yeah it's just it's just fun to explore and there's there's Pokemon around and if there's like a bunch of weak ones that are weak to my lead party member like I can just be like oh go go beat them up and bring me their tails or whatever and <laughs> but bring me their flesh yeah it's it's great um, now Braden speak to me more about E T. Uh, he likes Reese's Pieces, <laughs> you know. It's been so long since I watched that movie. I have Remember, very little memory of it. That's how they like, like burned lo- into your brain. Yeah, this that, that's how e- Elliot um, lures ET into the house or something. He leaves a trail of Reese's Pieces, mm. and he, he follows them, picking them up, or like that that fam- Family Guy bit that I think riffs on that, where it's like Ooh, Ooh, piece, piece of candy, candy. Ooh, so. piece of candy, Ooh, exactly. piece of candy, yeah. Uh, with and James that's... Woods, notorious garbage person. Anyway, oh, yeah. we're off Gosh. the plot now. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exploring is is fun. Feels good. I I like it, and it's easy to just get lost in. It's got that Skyrim kind of itch, where it's like oh, I just kind of want to wander around. Yeah. But like, but also, but with a compelling story that I want to get through and finish. Um, Which, unlike Skyrim. Yeah, I was gonna say Skyrim never had. I'm sorry. Sorry no. to Skyrim, but no. I tried. I did um, not like, care about being Dragonborn. I didn't even like bother like to learn the shouts because I, I realized like, oh, once you do this, like dragons and stuff will start showing up. As a kind of, I was like, I don't want to fight dragons. I just want to like go find mushrooms and like Braden, talk to weirdos. Fighting dragons was the best part of that game. Uh, you're yeah, I, an I, absolute I, mad lad. I, I got to it eventually, but like my first main playthrough of that game was pretty much dragon. Like 90% no dragons. Dragon free. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, anyway, we've catapulted from, from Pokemon Scarlet to E.T. to Family Guy to Skyrim. Um, <laughs> wow, what a trip. I've got a whole list I could what go down of, like, world things that are good and bad in, in Scarlet, but, like, like I think there's too many sandwiches. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> I, we can't, this can't be the whole podcast, but I, I, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> You, they have the the picnic thing where you um, hang out with your Pokemon. And you and it's can like make camping in Sword and Shield, and you can make them sandwiches. And the sandwiches give you meal powers, and it'll sure. have like in like encounter more of this kind of Pokemon, or like Pokemon of this type will be more will be bigger, or like raids of this type will give more encounters. But it, the the problem is each power is p- so niche that it's hard to really care about trying to optimize it because it's like. All right. If I eat this sandwich, grass Pokemon will gain more experience. Dark Pokemon will show up more, and like ice raid battles will drop more items. It's like I'm not gonna try and like 
fulfill all, all of those. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to take my grass Pokemon to do this raid, and that. Yeah. Right. And so like, I had not. And it's just like there's so, and it means there's like 200 plus sandwiches with all these different effects that you have to like try and keep track. So of. So what like, you really wanted was like, I will give me like two dozen sandwiches max. And With, it's like, this one boosts experience. This one makes Pokemon avoid you. This one helps right. Pokemon find you. Or at least, like, combining some of the types. So it's like, you know, ice, grass, and fire all get boosted XP from this sandwich or something right, like that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they only last, like, half an hour. But that said, though, it is kind of it is is a lot more fun to make sandwiches than it is to make curry, um, I gotta say. Because uh, yeah. you can just... Because you're, you're just grabbing ingredients and, and throwing them on there, and sometimes they fall off, and sometimes you just completely stuff a sandwich with far too much. It's just, like, <laughs> falling over. <laughs> it's it's. I great. feel like I um, never knew, like, why my... I'm like, was my curry so-so because I didn't put the right ingredients in, or was it because it, I messed up the timing? Did I not thing? press A like, as, as the heart was growing? Yeah, the right. right. Yeah, it was kind I'm of like, hard. I need, so. I'd need more direct feedback about what my where my performance failed. Yeah, and it's still a little confusing here, but also it's very obvious, like, oh, like, the piece of lettuce I dropped um, disappeared, and it made a little ooh sound. Oh, I like, hate it when that happens. Yeah, but Try the lettuce make a sandwich and your lettuce just disappears. The lettuce leaves are so huge; they're gigantic um, in that game. But anyway, uh, so yeah, like sandwiches. Uh, anyway, yeah, I I don't know. I, I could do a whole episode probably just talking about about this game, this Scarlet. game. Um, but maybe we'll we will do that some other day. Maybe. If I can get you to get the game, but I think you got other Pokemon to finish. But I think you would enjoy it. And if you don't get it, I might just like mail you my copy so you can play through the story. Ah. Even because like, Nintendo find a way to be like this copy has already been played. This <laughs> no, has been no. spent. They if they could they would, but yeah. yeah. But I don't know if if you if you can't afford the game, and I, I say you. Including our audience, I would have to like check out, check out a playthrough at least of, of the story because it's definitely definitely interesting. Um, anyway, that does pique my interest. Yeah, I I think I think you would dig it, and I think you would enjoy playing it a lot more than Sword and Shield, but maybe maybe not quite as much. And it's as like I didn't Legends even. Arceus, though. Uh, I this is this is my. Uh, we we should do the podcast. We should do the podcast. We should talk about yes. Sprigatito. We've been neglecting our our, our dear sweet child. <laughs> Yes, it is true. And I can't um, get into a discussion about whether I have issues with Pokemon or just issues with finishing literally any media. It, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's fine. Let me tell you, I've been trying for months to get Will to finish Andor. <laughs> <laughs> that show's been out for for months. And you know what the, the really messed up thing is? I love that show. It's so I good. You I watched it. an episode like two days ago and I was like, wow, this show slaps. It is so good. And I haven't watched it for months. <laughs> I've been watching cartoons and, and, and playing Stardew Valley oh again. Like what? <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> but what is life? Uh, that is life. Um, but let's talk about Sprigatito, the... Grass Cat Pokemon, the number 906, but number one in the Scarlet and Violet Pokédex. Oh, I it's... thought you were going to say in our hearts, and I was like, whoa, Brayden, you can't whoa, make no, that no. claim for me. I picked, I picked Fue Coco, yeah. and I, I stand by that decision, uh, having having played through the whole game now. Um, 
but but Sfrigatito is great as well. It is a grass type. It is the grass type starter for the Paldea region in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It's the grass cat Pokemon. You know you know about grass and you know about cats, right? Put them together, and what do you get? Sprigatito. Sprigatito. It's little. It's uh, one foot four inches tall. Long? Uh, you know, it's who could say? I don't know. Hard to say with with the quadrupeds. Oh, um, come here, so I can measure you. <laughs> come here. He's not coming here. He's sleeping. Yeah, that sounds like Odin's mo. Yep, uh, pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, one foot four inches and uh, about nine pounds on average. So just a uh, just a little cat. Um, it is it's, just a little cat. Its head is a little like you know anime size, like a little yeah. big. But I think otherwise, like the size of a of a cat, more or less. Um, if Odin was cooperating, we could verify. But mm. alas, we will never know. I suspect <laughs> that he weighs more than nine pounds as well. I'm not certain of that, but well, he's not made of grass. He's made of mm, flesh. True, and bones. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. Sprigatito must have flesh, surely. The, the, it's got teeth, but I don't know how, how much of its body is, is grass. Uh, maybe we'll find out. Um, Indeed. So imagine uh, a mint green cat mm-hmm. with a leaf green kind of collar yep. uh, coming out of its neck, like a little plume. Uh, not like a bib, but, you know, like a fancy like a fancy lad yeah. collar. <laughs> yeah, a fancy um, lad collar. Sort of know, a leaf-shaped fancy lad collar. Yes, um, and it's got that 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 leaf green color is also forming this kind of like leaf shaped mask um, uh, on its snout and uh, over its eyes, and and its its ears also have uh, an outline of of the of the deeper green as well. Its tail looks kind of like like fluffy like fur. The the texture on it we can kind of see is not quite the same as some like the more furry and, and like haired mm-hmm. Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet. Another cool feature about the game is the texture. texture. They like the snakes have scales and like Scizor's metal skin gleams in the sunlight. Like it looks so oh. good. Like the steel types are great. That's um, cool. In particular. I dig but, that. I wonder if yeah. they watched Detective Pikachu and they were like, oh no, <laughs> we have to clarify some things. We have to be more specific <laughs> about texture. Yeah. And it's it's just interesting because I, I popped into like Sword and Shield recently and it's like the the camping like you you kind of get that first person view of yeah, all your you Pokemon see them all and it's like and, stuff. and they look really good in that um, but they also it's like a very just like a flat color um, that's means it can be it can has a has a much nicer like kind of sheen and quality to it and so in Scarlet and Violet since they're, they're texturing everyone it can seem a little duller at times mm. uh, because it's like. Oh, this this is just kind of uh, fur on this, you know, camera up, you know, which looks good, but it's different. Um, I yeah. think I like it though for the most part. But yeah, Sprigatito, it's got big, big round eyes with kind of pink pupils. Uh, no, not pupils. Iris. Uh, iris. Yeah. Okay. Irises. Irises. I don't know. I I iris iris eye. Uh, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Probably the, the colored part of your eye that goes around the pupil. Yeah. Yeah, irises. Listen, okay. I'm not an Confirmed. eye doctor, okay? <laughs> um, okay, yeah, it's got, it's got the uh, it's got a pink little little nose in the shape of an upside-down triangle. <laughs> which... Much as a cat does. Also important to note, 
Pink little eyes, pink little nose, pink little mouth, pink little toes. Pink little toes. Um, you can't you can't always see them, but uh, luckily in the the Pokedex entry photo they have for Sprigatito and Scarlet Violet, you can see the bottoms of its little feet, and the toe beans are indeed there um, because the beans are intact. Uh, I think the game would have actually been boycotted if they weren't. Mm, yeah, um, if it was just smooth green down there, people would have uh, rioted. Yeah, no. It is it is fun in that game picnicking with your Pokemon because you can just throw them out in their balls and they'll, they'll walk around and do stuff and sit down. And you can you can see their whole anatomy basically. Yeah. Like the their their body. They're doing they're walking like, around doing stuff, being Pokemon. It's like oh, when when Gardevoir sits down, its dress tendrils kind of like split and like flay out. Kind of. It's like okay, huh. that makes sense. Someone and, someone thought about this and animated it. Exactly. It's not and just it's, in the static pose that it always is in. Yeah, and it's like they they do like they, you can see that kind of thought throughout the game. Like um, even in in the wild, when you see Pokemon running around, it's like oh, there's a Dedenne sitting under this tree just eating a berry. It's like oh, okay, that's, that's cool. cool. Not something I see very often. And like I was running up a hill, um, and a bunch of Don, there's like three Dawn fam were just rolling down it past me. It's like okay, cool. They're just they're just rolling down hills. Like they're I love like it. Doing it's, stuff in the environment. They're doing. They're stuff. not just wandering around aimlessly. That's cool. We're not quite there yet where, like, we're seeing Pokemon, like, interacting with each other in the wild, right. which I think would be really cool, but that's yeah. probably a huge hurdle uh, yeah, to, right. like, to get okay, over Like, okay, now I mechanical. need to have, like, scripted interactions between all of these different variables, and, like, yeah. they need to they need to, to click well and not have their, their animations interfere with one another and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's where it's good tricky. But I do I do appreciate the, the efforts for that they, they put in because yeah even even legends legends arceus didn't have all that um right it was mostly they to, were just kind of uh ambling about in various right. environments looking for for humans to Attack. destroy <laughs> yeah literally yes <laughs> yeah but also i've been saying arceus lately uh because i watched i had my month of netflix i caught up on all the anime for pokemon that was on there um and there was Probably around the time when, when the Legends Arceus game came out, they they put out a one hour special episode featuring Arceus and like Sinnoh, and they did another like three episode arc kind of featuring Dialga and Palkia and Arceus. And whenever I hear Ash Ketchum say Pokemon's name enough times, it's just gonna stick in my head. And yeah. he said Arceus enough times, like all right, yeah, all right, if, Ash, if, you're Ash Ketchum. What am I gonna do? If the Pokemon company told me to say Arceus, I would be like, yeah, whatever. I like Arceus more. Um, but Ash then, is Ash. But if Ash is going to say it, then it's like, oh, all right. You got me. You live um, in the world, man. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Also, like, Arceus is maybe even more explicitly God in, in the anime. So I feel like the anime like, has always been a lot more comfortable dealing with uh, complicated issues in that way. <laughs> <laughs> they literally saved the day at the end of the the episode arc by praying to Arceus. Basically, ah! it's just like, wow, okay, oh, this is great. And it's like the other one they had to like Arceus like helped them stop the big threat, but they were like, oh, it, it can help us, but it can't do it can't stop the threat for us because we have to it wants us to rely on ourselves. So it's like. You just had that you just had a, the other arc where you were praying to him and he had to basically save you all. That it's is like, also yeah. just a proverb from the Bible, right? I mean, or I don't know if it's from the Bible. So, people say it's it's, God it's an helps ethos those of the who Bible. Help themselves, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, it, and it's a, with, it's a, it's an excuse for for an all powerful God to not be constantly fixing the world. Yes, um, the way uh, it should. Of be. Of course, yes, absolutely. Um, 
yes, that's right. We've taken on capitalism, and now <laughs> religion is in the crosshairs. Um, yes. What was I going to say, though? Blurp, Arceus. Oh, just the, the fact that it's, like, even more of a explicit god just continues to make it funnier that you can put it inside of a Pokeball and make it yes. do fights for you. Yeah, it's great. I love... Love, love to catch Pokemon. God in a in a little a little mystical prison and carry Listen, it around he, with me. <laughs> Listen, Arceus is just just amused by by you. Uh, so yeah, I'll do some battles. Let's go. Yeah, sure, like, I'll live in this weird digital prison that you've constructed for me, you human. And it's just like yeah, even even in Arceus, I think there there's a line explicitly where someone's like. Where do they well, go just, <laughs> when they yeah. go in the Pokeball? <laughs> or when with this one guy was like, well, all these Pokemon in the pasture could easily run away, but they don't. So I guess they do want to hang out with us. And it's like, I right. think there's a very clear they acknowledge like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't build a good fence. Like, yeah, <laughs> this fence is garbage. <laughs> They're just kind of in here. And it's like, especially in that era, like, I don't know if they could have built a fence big enough to contain all the alpha pokemon mm, i captured could but. god build a fence so good that even he couldn't get out of the pasture maybe mm. um but he didn't build the one in uh jubilee village no, so he did not no but yeah i think the the whole through line of that game being like uh arceus created pokemon to befriend humans and be like help them out and want to be do battle and do stuff with them mm-hmm. which is takes some getting there um in in particular in in that game legends of Arceus, because they're explicitly murdering and <laughs> yeah <laughs> humans. they're not really going straight into their their natural but don't function. worry you just got to bring someone from the future to make your whole master god plan work to out be like no 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 it's, no this is all gonna work out down the line it's cool listen as with any pokemon game once you start looking at it just a little bit critically the holes are just it unravels so popping fast. up everywhere, but you, you you see what I'm going for. Anyway, grass cat, very cute. Yeah, my hey, friend. remember the toe beans? Yes. Um, Sprig- Sprigatito, what does that mean? Let's Will? talk about the name. Sprigatito is a combination of sprig and gatito, which is Spanish for kitten. I love it. Um, a very, very clear working in of, of, of Spanglish into the Paldea region, mm. which, is, which is fun yes. for a lot of, like, you know, Quaycoco. Oh, right, yes. And we talked um, about how they kind of were doing French in some of the XY ones. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a thing they do. Also, just a cute name, Sprigatito. Sprigatito. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's great. I think probably maybe one of the most popular starters. I think it's maybe the, the, the highest, I think. As with, you know, cute little cat kittens yeah it's I mean, probably, probably easy it's a cute easy competition kitten. yeah um, do you want the cat take the cat yeah you love cats yeah a sprig uh you know like a little, like a leaf leafy little little stem and some growth noun a small stem bearing leaves or flowers taken from a bush or a plant there you go or cat uh, <laughs> don't don't take sprigatito's leaves <laughs> yeah please don't we already said that we're not going to talk about the way that Sprigatito tastes, so just yeah. leave all that on there. Um, so that oh, is yeah. in English, Spanish, and Italian. So next up, we've got the Japanese name for Sprigatito, which is Niahoya. Niahoja? Niahoja. Sure. Niahoja. Yeah. Which is combining 
Nya, which is the onomatopoeic sound that a cat makes in Japanese culture. Nya. Nya. And hoja, which is, or I guess hoha, hha, because it's Spanish for leaf. So is they probably H aren't for, pronouncing yeah. the J like that. So it's hard J. Nyahoa. Like Nyahoa. Uh, which may also be, they may also be using the uh, character ha, which means leaf. So they got okay. leaf, they got cat noise, and they got Spanish for leaf also. J Japanish? Right. So they're right. They're still uh, implementing uh, Spanish words, just a different yeah. one that would fit more neatly with a Japanese word. Yeah, that's good. But I, I'm so far. I'm still team sprigatito. Yeah. You can, it's easy to say with a with a bit of the the Spanish enunciation. Yeah. Um, and and fun, but yeah, it's I'm not 100% sure how it should be pronounced. Honestly, the, the H into the H is a little tricky. Yeah. But that's a little I like strange, what they're going for. Yeah. German, pretty pretty straightforward, though. The German one is Felori, which is from Felis, Latin for cat, and Flora, as in flora and fauna. As Are those both Latin? Felis I, I think so, but... and Flora. So they're just no German even... involved. It, this yeah. is just straight up Felori. Felis, Flora. flora. What's the definition? Flora, Roman mythology, biology, Flora. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's maybe Latin or, or, or at least some, Greek, some maybe. Spanish. But I don't know. From Latin, flora. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Etymology, yeah. yeah. So it's also Latin, which, you know, Latin, Spanish. Romantic. Pretty much. Yeah. Romantic languages. But no German at all. They're, they're, they don't mix it up, I guess. Yeah. Which is, it's fine. Floria. Cool. France, however. Is using the word Pusasha. Pusasha. Mm -hmm. So from pus, meaning sprout, chat, meaning cat, and possibly herb a chat, which is catnip. Literally just translates to cat herb. <laughs> yeah. Herb of the cat. Um, herb of the cat. Yeah, I'm not sure where they're getting that. Maybe it is, maybe if pronounced correctly, it sounds phonetically kind of like. Herb, uh, shat? Oh, Ashat. Yeah. yeah Asha. Asha. Yeah, okay, I can, I can see that maybe. Right. Asha. Um, that's, a, that's a fun one. I like that. Yeah. Um, so a little, this little cat sprout. And maybe, yeah. you know, it's good to do a little catnip on the side. Um, yeah. Next up, Korean. Korean's pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward one. Just... Nauha, a transcription of the Japanese name, Nyaha, and also adding their onomatopoeic name. Meow. So it's nya for for the Japanese meow, but in, in Korean meow. they have then o at the end. Meow. 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 Mew. Etc. Cats. They uh incredible creatures. Make all kinds of sounds. They do make all kinds of weird little noises. Yeah. My cats. Well, they meow, but whatever. We don't need to discuss this. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. Finally, we've got the Chinese names for Sprigatito, which are Xin Ye Miao or Shan Yim Yu. Xin or San meaning new or fresh. Xin Ya or Shang Ya, which is sprout or bud. And Ye or Yit, which means leaf. And Miao or Mu, which is meow. It's, you know, phonetic. 
so or uh, onomatopoeic or they, whatever. They got the meow in, but they really covered all their bases. This is a young plant. We got, this is a fresh, we got a new, fresh new sprout or bud. Leaf. It's leaf. Yeah. yeah. So fresh growth, new growth, but also meow. Meow. That's what cats say. <laughs> it's true. We've covered all of the different onomatopoeic. I keep saying onomatopoeic, and I don't know if that's even right in this context. Whatever. The the, the word that they have for the noise it makes. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those fascinating things, you know, where it's like uh, dogs don't say woof in other languages. They right. say other things. Borf or... Borf or oof. oof. In French, it's like O-U-F or right. something. Right, Oof. Which, yeah, I love it. Animals, incredible creatures. And yeah. Pokemon, Animals even more incredible. so. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, uh, we should we should get to some entries. We we're, we're running long we're running already. Over. I was gonna say we're, we're way long. <laughs> I spent way too long talking about Scarlet and Violet, but um, that's what you get for convincing me to get that game. I was going to anyway. Whatever. It's time for a break. <laughs> we gotta go. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, we are back. Talking about Sprigatito, the grass cat Pokemon from Scarlet and Violet, the hot new games from G- Game Freak and Nintendo. You know, the people who make these. Y'all hear about Pokemon? <laughs> we, we got two two measly entries, but it did have a whole... It's got a, a blurb on the website, and it's yeah, got this is additional a starter. info. It's got press so coverage. We, yeah, we, we, we got stuff to, to read, so don't, don't worry. Um, we will take up more of your time. <laughs> don't you worry your little heads, listeners. Um, so let's let's start off with with what the the website had to say. All right, here's our uh, official website blurb about Sprigatito. It says, "Capricious and attention-seeking, it may sulk if it sees its trainer giving attention to a Pokemon other than itself." Ooh, capricious, uh, given to sudden and unaccountable changes of mood or behavior. Mm, unaccountable. Interesting. That tracks. This yeah. is cat behavior. This is cat behavior. Uh, straight up and down, this is cat behavior. So they're letting us know right off the bat that despite it being, I don't know, composed of grass, elementally related to grass in some way, it still retains uh, cat behavioral traits. Its brain is all cat. Yes, exactly. It is capricious and attention-seeking and jealous. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have two cats, and they do seek my attention, and they do get annoyed when I'm paying attention to the other one. Yeah. And do things to sabotage the other one. Well, <laughs> listen, one of them behaves them. a lot better than the other, so it gets more attention and praise. Mm. That's not entirely true. Oh, okay. They're both little demons. Yeah, I'm just mm. going. I'm just going about off what I off second off what you hear. Yeah. But typically, well, it, it seems like Belly Beltane is is the more. He is much better behaved, generally. Generally Generally speaking. He has his little... He's been given to flights of jealousy recently, because Mm -hmm. I think as the weather has gotten colder, he's gotten more into, like, attention and cuddling and such. And so he's like, why are you hanging out with Odin and not me? I'm Uh, going to do things that I know are bad mm -hmm. so that you'll pay attention to me. Right, Right. Or, why haven't you fed me? I'm going to do things that you know are bad so that you pay attention to me. See, at least... Um, Because he's attention-seeking. Yeah, at least Sprigatito will just sulk, you know? Right, yeah, I'm saying. I, I Which is sulking, a bummer. I don't want yeah, it to I'm sulk, like, but I'd rather yeah, sulk I'd rather than you knock my stuff over. Exactly. Exactly so. Or attack my other cat or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, but for Pokemon in particular, it's like, 
I got six other Pokemon. I gotta, I gotta spread the love yeah. around, buddy. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. This is the way it goes. You can't, ha- you can't moral. have the whole sandwich. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> split it. I mean, I will say, depending on you know, way back in the day when I first played uh, a Pokemon game, I had this exact problem, which was that I only lavished attention upon my starter, uh-huh, and it was uh-huh. like you know, two dozen levels ahead of everything else, but then it turned out that it couldn't solo the Elite Four, and then I was like, well, yep. I give up. I lose. I can't do this. <laughs> and you haven't completed a Pokemon game since. <laughs> or ever, it would appear. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I have. I have completed at least two Pokemon games. Okay, yeah. Show, show, me, yeah. Your, show me your Hall some of Fame. Real, some real numbers here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are lost to time, Braden, and you know it. Yes, um, <laughs> but hey, we uh, we're, we're 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 not judging you. You 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 could play no Pokemon games and, and be a part of this podcast. Uh, you just gotta you just gotta love these little freaks um, and yeah. be a listener of this podcast. Yeah, same, you don't even have to love these little same, freaks. Same. You could hate them and just uh, yeah. <laughs> you can hate listen to our podcast, and I won't stop you. Yeah, I would love to hear uh, from. <laughs> I mean, yeah, are you okay? I hope you're all right. Yeah. Uh, you could listen to things you don't hate, but yeah, I'll, I appreciate your business. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you do you. Um, but okay, our first, um, it's not an entry, so I'm not too upset that there's no real like biological facts here. Like, it's, it's just, just a cat. It acts like a cat. Yeah, love attention. It's capricious. It's, it can sulk. Um, but yeah, let's let's dive into our, our first proper entry um, and, and get a little more in-depth. All right, so we're starting with Scarlet version here, which says, Its fluffy fur is similar in composition to plants. Hmm. This Pokemon frequently washes its face to keep it from drying out. Now, I'm a little hung up here because... <laughs> The terms fluffy and fur, to me, uh, seem like the opposite of, plant of what composition. a plant feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are fluffy plants, I guess, but fur... And you know, mm, it says they're similar in composition. Yeah, what so maybe does not that texture? possibly like, mean? Similar in composition? Does it just mean that it, it looks like it's got leaves because they're green? Like its fluffy fur is similar in composition to plants. That does make me think of like the ingredients of its fur are plant. Like it's got right. plant cells. It's chlorophyll. If I if whatever. I pet it, will it feel like I'm petting a little field of grass? Right. Hmm. Is the question. Yeah. This is because I think it's supposed to be like fur, like regular fur. It certainly looks like fur the way like it kind of tufts out uh, for its, right. on its cheeks, like the whiskers. It's got the big floofy tail. But the composition is similar to plants. So hmm. that could either just mean it's green or <laughs> like it's kind of leafy. Maybe there's like some kind of stems like in, in the, I don't know. It's composition the nature of something's ingredients or constituents mm. the way in which a whole or mixture is made up um so huh. uh, it's got uh, plant ingredients in there yeah i guess yeah look uh listen as with as with all pokemon and as we always do in spite of this with with every pokemon you you, you can't dig too deeply uh on on what on what these little little guys are made of because 
they're certainly not doing it. Yeah, no, they're living, not. Living it to us. They're like, no. I don't really know. There's some plant stuff in here. Uh, it's a grass type, uh, but we wanted it to be a cat, so it's a grass cat. You know, <laughs> deal with it. The fur <laughs> is like, made of grass stuff. But it still feels like fluffy fur, so you can still... Right. It still, feel, it still feels. We want it to feel nice to pet, but we want it to also be a grass type, so... Maybe it's like uh, it's got um, uh, like dandelion fluff, you know, mm, that really okay. fine material. But it still is like it's made of plant stuff, but it's all that nice fluffy plant stuff that feels nice right. to touch. So it's still there are like a little plants cat. that are kind of like fluffy and, and yeah. furry, even. Right. Uh, but not typically what I assume or associate with with a plant. Mm, yeah. Um, but okay. Um, also, however, moving on, it washes its face to keep it from drying out. With water or like its its tongue? Is it? Well, the classic cat move would be to lick its paw and then rub its licked paw on its face. Right. Which whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, but apparently, Sprigatito is concerned that its face is gonna dry out. And we just kind of settled this debate on like how it's like, oh, it's probably it is just fur, uh, more or less. But now, fur doesn't really dry out. Yeah, that's not really so. a concern. So if it is actually, yeah, it's just it's plants up there. Maybe it's just like the the grass mask part of its face, and that's yeah. that's an actual leaf, like a big leaf, um, and it'll get all like crispy and brown at the edges if it doesn't just constantly oh no. wash it. And, and rub yeah. some some moisture in there. It's got to moisturize. It's just got to moisturize. Yeah. You know, I frequently wash my face, and then I, 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 I moisturize it sometimes to keep it from drying out. Exactly. And I'm not know. made of plants. But no. uh, generally, I don't think that furry animals are super in danger of, like, getting dried out. Yeah. So, but but leaves, you know, yeah, plant life gotta gotta keep dry um so and that's that's what it does so yeah yeah, typical cat behavior again but also weird with the plant angle uh because uh, plants will dry out and they don't want to do that because they will die yeah so yeah maybe it's also tied to the composition of its fur which can dry out um because it's because it's similar to made up of plant cells so basically yeah seems like sprigatito just has plant cells yeah so you know uh make sure you wash it regularly you can't wash your pokemon in when you're picnicking them with them oh really uh uh yes they they seem to like it although they you know there's there's stipulations here and there obviously you know grimer does not like to be washed oh that's literally Uh, what i was about to say can i wash my grimer um, I haven't tried. I'm not sure if there's like any kind of workaround because like you do need to wash your Pokemon to like raise your friendship with them. So I'm not sure how it works. Grimer hates you no matter what. But I did try like. Grimer's a nasty uh, boy. That's what he likes. Yeah, there's a Pokemon like there's a Pokemon I got that said it was like this Pokemon is blah 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 for for the for their Pokedex entries like uh, for like Haxorus. It's like it's big and powerful, um, but it doesn't it doesn't like it when you touch its its cheek claws blades or whatever and i was like oh yeah let's put that to the test and so like you know i tried to wash it on the cheek claws and it got it got upset with me and asked and answered they did warn yeah. you uh the, the pokemon dano uh their pokedex entry said because it's got two heads it's like 
uh, one of the heads will get angry if if one of them is getting more attention than the other. So like, all right, what if I just wash one head? And it's like, oh yeah, I got angry because the they weren't getting enough like, attention. Excuse me. So yeah, another cool. Um, it's always good, right? Because it often feels like, are you guys not communicating? Because like you're <laughs> highlighting different things or highlighting things in the Pokedex that don't come up anywhere right. else. So it's nice to see right. that attention being paid. Yeah, and yeah, I'd be curious if like, I mean, it must probably, it probably, probably loves getting washed on the face. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's gonna give you any like extra mechanical benefit right. in game, but uh, maybe it'll it'll be a happier or. Do a little happy animation, but I would assume if its whole body is has a similar composition to plants, probably probably not too bad to just keep the whole thing moisturized. Right. It's but, interesting that they're calling out the face specifically because why wouldn't it need to wash its entire body to keep from drying? Right. Out? It's got that big leaf on its face. Yeah. I guess. Um, I can't tell actually because like looking at the in game, like it almost looks like the leaf on its face is a separate leaf, but like the art looks like just coloration. Right. It looks so, like it's just different colored fur. In a lot of the yeah, art. hard to say. And I, I, I picked Quay Coco, so I couldn't do much up close picketing with it yeah. um, to observe, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our first entry. Pretty, pretty straightforward. A little, a little hard to parse, but I, I think we're got a somewhat comfortable understanding of of Sprigatito's biology. Diligence. Let's, uh, let's see what it can do. Next up is Violet, which says the sweet scent its body gives off mesmerizes those around it. The scent grows stronger when this Pokemon is in the sun. Okay. But not too long, because it'll dry out. Right. Uh, hmm. Interesting. So it's mesmerizing. Yeah. That's interesting. Which, not a, like, means standard plant-type thing. Hold the attention of someone to the exclusion of all else, yeah. or as to transfix them. I feel like this is, again, they're drawing on uh, cat stuff, right? Because it's like we're all we are all as humanity uh, sort of collectively captivated by cats. Obviously not everybody, yeah. but I think um, they're that that definitely. But there's also the uh, they 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 do lean into the whole sweet scent mesmerizing. Other that's true, creatures. and I guess that is that is a a, a grass type thing. The whole sweet scent because yeah. it's a it's a moving game. I think bounce sweet and its evolutions have a very similar effect on other creatures, especially like in the anime it'll be like you know pokemon floating towards bounce sweet like a cartoon you know cartoon character to a pie on the windowsill, yeah. you know. It's 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 very sweet and, and mesmerizing and Sprigatito's got the same thing which you know doesn't really need to, to mes- mesmerize those probably just you know just being a cute cat that'll probably do the trick on its own yeah uh, but, but you you don't want to depend on that entirely i guess yeah um that that this is what gives uh sprigatito the the edge over other normal cats like it smells really good too which yeah it's got a nice floral odor and let me tell you uh real life cats i mean they don't stink but sometimes they stink mm, i i would argue smell so. particularly good at least the cat I lived with last, um, I think, kind of... Kind of a stinky baby. Well, yeah, also had a habit of kind of just peeing everywhere, so... Pretty stinky habit to have. Yeah. yeah. What, a time, but, what a time that was. Yeah. Uh, I do like how the, the scent of, of Sprigatito grows stronger in the sun, so it's encouraged to just sunbathe, uh, which yeah. cats typically do. Um, 
So it's always nice to see them getting a nice warm belly in the sun. Um, and now it's going to smell nice, too. So so nice that it's, in fact, mesmerizing. Mesmerizing, which, you know, doesn't... I think just kind of being uh, a descriptor here of its of how nice it smells rather than like a... It's not like hypnotizing you into like... it's not This isn't uh, Salazzle. Uh, adding you to it to its harem yeah. and mind yeah, controlling yeah, yeah. you basically. I think it's just you know, you're you're uh, it can it can, yeah it it holds your attention right, to the exclusion of all else. You know, transfixes you, um, which is makes sense. So yeah, it's uh it's made up of plants, sort of keeps that face nice and nice and moisturized. Um, and smells really good, and even better in the bright bright sun. Okay, so those are our, our two entries. We've got a couple more blurbs from the website. They had a whole, like, feature page on Sprigatito, and they, they had a couple things to say. Let's 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 dive into its its uh, aroma a little more, actually, with, the, with this first one here. All right, so uh, our first little blurb here uh, says, A kneading move, kneading like K-N-E-A-D-I-N-G, as in the thing that cats do, a kneading move that releases a sweet aroma. When Sprigatito kneads and rubs with its forepaws, a sweet aroma is released that can mesmerize those around it. This aroma has therapeutic qualities and makes opponents lose their will to battle. Hmm. Okay, okay. So we knew it was making the smell kind of all the time and also specifically when it's in the sun. But now we know that it does the little kitty making a biscuit move, kneading its yeah. little paws... And that sort of uh, jumpstarts the the odor production, I guess. Yeah, somehow. I wonder if there's like little scent glands down there. I mean, there literally are in real cats. They they oh, okay. They my friggin' cats are always uh, running around. Uh, like when they, whenever they use the litter box, oftentimes they'll like paw on the inside walls of it to like uh, okay. mark it as theirs, or like if they're eating their food and then they're like i'm done with this for now and i'm gonna walk away and do something else oftentimes they'll like just swipe their little paws along the ground around the Uh bowl to be like this is mine which is hilarious because they fully it's you know they don't respect each other's boundaries as established by scent but and you don't want it right so it's like who is this for and uh, whatever you little dummies yeah it's natural but yes they, they do they do actually produce scent from their little paws yeah, and and Sprigatito's is uh, very sweet, like like we just talked about, mm-hmm. and it's has therapeutic qualities, which I'm not very familiar with the concept of aromatherapy. Like it's sort of a um, a vague phrasing as well. It has therapeutic qualities because that could really just mean like yeah, it smells good and it makes me feel good because it smells good. You know, like you yeah. could say that like lavender has therapeutic qualities in that it's like a good smell that people often find calming but it's not necessarily right. having like a medical effect on you necessarily hopskinsmedicine.org says aromatherapy has been used for centuries when inhaled the scent molecules and essential oils travel from the olfactory nerves directly to the brain and especially impact the amygdala the emotional center of the brain so there's, there's... That's a lot of scientific terms that they're using in order to say you smell the smell and it smells good and it makes you feel good, right? Like, like that's and it's like, <laughs> yeah. There's the scent molecules 
go to your brain because you, you sniff them. That's how smelling and works. You know how how you feel good when you smell a good thing, and you feel bad when you smell a bad thing. Like that's so it makes sense that you could try to find like the best smelling things to affect your brain in the most productive or beneficial ways. I suppose. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, aromatherapists uh, don't at me <laughs> or or do no, let me know no, how it actually no, works. Don't. You know? Yeah. <laughs> don't try um, to sell us essential oils, please. Oh yes, I don't. I do not. I am curious if there's uh, much merit to it, but I, um, I'm not looking for a sponsor uh, in that department. <laughs> I don't think. Um, but okay, yeah, it's got. It, it also makes opponents lose their will to battle, which. Okay, that's a very specific. That's a pretty good scent. smell, huh? Right, like it smells I so good. Like, mad, I don't even want to fight. It smells anymore. good. I don't even want to fight anymore. I'm so relaxed. It's very calming, very sweet, um, and it can do that by by kneading and rubbing its forepaws. So, cool. um, was this adopted by the internet as the weed cat? Is this yes. the weed cat? This this is the weed cat, indeed. They're not necessarily playing into that, but it does line up. Yeah, okay, a know? little bit, a little bit. Like, oh, Ugh. it produces a smell that makes you feel more peaceful. Okay, yeah, I. I see. I think that's definitely a line, though that that people drew. Yeah, I don't think the, that's. The I don't website. think that's an intentional play by by them at all. But no. yeah, it's, it's it does it certainly doesn't make the leap any any harder to make. Right uh, to, to weed cat for sure. Um, okay. Oh, here this is perfect. Um, this this next blurb is going to tell us uh, about its fluffy fur. Exactly what we want to hear. This next blurb says fur with a similar composition to plants. Really doubling mm-hmm. down on that terrible phrasing but okay here we go the composition of its fluffy fur is similar to that of plants letting it create energy by absorbing sunlight it adds moisture to its fur by grooming itself which aids its ability to photosynthesize okay so so they if they're it's plants its fur is plants literally or at least it has the aspect of plants that can absorb and like digest like sunlight like right it, it it's energy. or yeah right if it's not if it it's a it living fluffy, it's, it's a living still creature, fluffy fur but it does have i think at a cellular level more in common with plants than than animals generally do in that it's able to photosynthesize right it's got right. literally different cellular structures that allow it to well i assume that it's that it's cellular structures and not just like regular pokemon magic i guess but the fact that they're talking about <laughs> right. the composition of the fur makes me be like yeah this is what allows them to do it is the fact that it's composed of like plant similar stuff right right so it can get energy it can uh shoot beams uh summon whips you know just just normal normal plant things um, yeah like plants do you know and of course they've they've given us another cat behavior that they are justifying through fun plant stuff like the, oh the it's, gr- in, it's in the sun grooming itself all the time not because that's what cats do but because it needs sunlight to photosynthesize and right. it needs to keep itself uh nice and moisturized so it doesn't dry out right so it actually gets these cat behaviors from its plant genes yeah so interesting yeah it's got got plant composition with the cat composition really really going hand in hand to to get it game freak here trying to make the argument that plants 
that cats have in fact always been plants perhaps yeah right um it's not laying in the sun because it's warm it's it's photosynthesizing yeah maybe probably not but certainly sprigatito is and yeah it's still still grooming still getting that moisture but it all it all adds up to a grass cat pokemon that is very cute and sweet smelling and uh, i th- i think probably nice to pet um like they, I, have, they, they, I can they, only assume it's fluffy fur there's plant stuff going on there but uh, i think you're good like i don't think you're gonna get any uh like paper cuts or right anything yeah like that. you're not gonna get any kind of poison ivy type activity going on no 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 okay uh what's uh what's our entry for for sprigatito hmm like there's nothing super wild here um so, so sweet. What's... It's a sweet smelling little cat that's made of plants. I mean, uh, it's a sweet smelling little cat that's made of plants. Parentheses, probably. Yes. Question mark. Uh, made of plants, probably. Uh, we could maybe say something about the fact that it's capricious and attention-seeking. Um, I'm not sure how to phrase that exactly. I mean, we called yeah. it the cat. Yeah, uh. true. Yeah, no, it, that, you're right. That's an excellent point. That falls under the umbrella of, yeah, it's a little cat. It's a sweet-smelling little cat that's made of plants, probably. Uh, it's, it's green. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and has toe beans. Ah, uh, yes. That's good. That's good. I, I like spelled, that. I spelled toe beans wrong. To beans or not to beans. beans. All right. Sprigatito. It's a sweet-smelling little cat that's made of plants, probably. It's green and has toe beans. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Got, Got it in one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe less entry or less website info for the evolutions. Uh, we'll find out. Um, but actually, yeah, I'm going to... I can't remember what its evolution is called. Sprigatito. Okay. So next episode, we will talk about Sprigatito's evolution, who is called Floragato. Mm. So get ready for that. And yeah, we're going to, we're going to head out. Uh, Cause this is probably going to be a bit of a longer episode. Cause I got, got on a, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet tangent. Um, <laughs> we got a little carried away. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe once uh, once Will's got a chance to to play it at some point, who we can dive into a little more. Do but, another another discussion on it. Yeah, but you know, it's a uh, it's Pokemon. We we did it, so we're gonna go. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your support and. Just, uh, just it's really, really cool that you you enjoy the show. So, let us know what you like about the show. You can shoot us an email, go beyond the ball at gmail.com. And if you feel like uh, throwing some money our way for all of our hard, uh, incredible work, go to <laughs> kofi.com/slash/beyondtheball and you can give us some support there. Thank you, of course, to Bubblepedia and PokemonDB.net for all the useful info I grab. And, of course, to Partyfish Media, which is the podcast network that we are a part of. Check them out at partyfish.media. We're going to go, but before that, Will's got one last cat fact for us. Hmm. My one last cat fact. Hmm. 
They also, Another exciting segment of, of Braden puts Will on the spot for the end of our show. They also sent Mark stuff with their faces. That's not that interesting, though. Um, Doesn't have to be interesting. Just a cat fact. I want a better one, though. <laughs> they like to be high up. Did you know that? I didn't know that's that. That's like a universal truth. Is that why they get stuck in trees? That they want to climb stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I guess okay. I like climbing stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, they want to be high up so they can like see everything that's going on all the time. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, having having a uh, knowing what's going on, being able so to survey your surroundings. Easily. Ours will like climb up on top of the cabinets in mm. our kitchen and then like run around up there, and I'm like, <laughs> "You only got one eye, my man. You're gonna you're gonna fall one day. Like it's gonna happen." I... Oh, um, gosh. Well. Tune in next week for another cat fact from Will. <laughs> and have a have a fantastic week and go go catch some Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.